Our God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen. He doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with trees. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whisperers. You really are. Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swirla. You're listening to God Whispers, if you like it or not. <laughs> what, what, what was oh, it? Wait a minute. Disturbing yet compelling Christian radio. Yes, I that, think that's, that's, that's going to be our, our new tagline. Tag, yeah. Disturbing yet compelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a lot on our plate today, Bill. You, you've got a big old list over there. I've I got a list of topics. I'm not a big list maker because I have no German blood in me. <laughs> it's the, it's, I'm in touch with my inner German. <laughs> Today. <laughs> you know, I, I can't believe that during World War II. Well, you know, uh, uh, in Iraq, they had that problem also. They like to make lists yeah. and keep records of who did we dump acid on today? Uh, <laughs> there's, there's something about Habib those... <laughs> and Omar. <laughs> and oh, well, let's make sure that we keep track of this there's something about despots and tyrants that they just want to keep a record of of, of all their atrocities i don't know what's up with that it's it's kind of weird uh if you want to call the god whispers you might be having some problems well wait let let me let me check it uh, yeah i've heard there's problems yeah so uh, let's see you got a dial tone here let's see what's happening uh, oh. We're sorry, oh. the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. That's not a yeah. good sign, is it there? What ha- what happened to that thing? Well, uh, one God Whisperer uh, apparently doesn't believe in paying bills. <laughs> and I'm not going to say who it is, but he's probably huh? sitting on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay our bills? <laughs> it's one of those things that it's is- out of sight, out of mind, and it's 30 bucks a year, and you know, I'm broke. Yeah, this is know. well. This is how bad it's gotten now. We're sorry, the number you have dialed <laughs> oh, is not in service at this time. That's yeah. sad. sad. So, yeah. so the manly doctors, well, uh, were, 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 it, it should be back up and running no soon. I was just trying to pay for it, and I realized that it's on a credit card that my wife had established back before we got married. And they want a password, and apparently the password has changed Do and you know, due to security features and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what it is. Speaking and, of credit cards, I, I I got my second scam in like eight months. You're a sucker, man. I, what I mean, happened? Na, I, I am popular in Nigeria. I, I think this was clever. Um, well, you have to stop believing them when they say that <laughs> you've won $5 billion, and all you have to do is give whoa, us a whoa, whoa. credit card. Those aren't real? Usually not. Dang, no. man! See, I'm. A, <laughs> I, I want so bad to win one of those. No, this was interesting because we we it was a small charge. It was like a thirty nine ninety five charge mm. um, to some sort of third party um, credit card agency or something. Uh, it was globular communicate, not global, globular. <laughs> That was the tip-off right there. Now, if you go and dial them in on the web, they have this really slick-looking website. And I knew there was problems right away that said that because you read it and it said, yeah, now, if there's a charge that appears on your card um, and you need to reconcile it, just put in your credit card number here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm, I said, you think I'm some kind of idiot? You know? and I, I, so I called my wife over. I said, you want to see a really good-looking 
credit card scam. Now, this this was not made in Nigeria. I mean, this looked Chinese this, to me. Yeah, this has Chinese or Russian written all yeah, over it. Yeah, right, huh? especially the globular part. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, dudes, it's global, okay? If you want to go global, <laughs> but, but globular refers to big globs of things. You know, things are globular, they're globed. But the but global is something else. So yeah, it's like, well, we've dinged your credit card thirty nine ninety five, which they did. Right. And so if you want to get that back or figure out what the problem is, we need to we need your credit card number. No. If you want to get that back, you call the credit card company and <laughs> yeah, say right. these guys are running a scam that's, on me. That's right. So I gave them the full run I gave my, my visa card, you know, the Chase people the full rundown on these guys. Good. Good. So, Hopefully they're that'll uh, be the end of that. But Man, I'm just on a I'm I'm on a really bad string on these things. I, I don't know what's up with that. But I, you know, crazy. one thing I have to say, the, the, at least my Chase card, uh, boy, they tracked that down. They stopped they stopped payment because uh, it was one of those things again. I tried to buy something, my credit card's not working. You know, and the guy's giving me the squirrel eye behind the counter. Right. Like, you know what kind of what did you do? Well, you know, and of course, what am I buying? I'm buying a tank of carbon dioxide, so it's not it's not a good thing. Yeah, it's it, that's that's home hydroponic stuff. You know, that's <laughs> marijuana in your garage. I, you know, you're a chemist. I guess that's how you know these things. I, I had no idea. Well, so, there, there, are, there are three sorts of people. Now I know why my pot won't grow in my garage. I'm not using the CO2. There are three kinds of people that use <laughs> that use tank carbon dioxide. Uh, the, we've got the, the people who are doing brewing, got their home, you know. Or yeah, their, you their, got that. Their home tap. Sure. Which uh, that's just a thing of beauty. When you have, you know, you've arrived when you've got a home tap and your own tank. Beautiful. Thing. I mean, you know, I just start to tear up thinking that I don't it. like beer. Yeah, that that puzzles me. It puzzles me too. Of course, but you're Italian, but you don't drink coffee. I'm sipping a really nice coffee, by the way. Here, my wife. Thanks made to that your Krurig, you. your however you say that. I don't know. It's we got it at Costco. Got it at Costco. Paula yeah. likes it. Yeah, those those are makes iced tea. Do you I know like what that. the price per pound is on those things? Don't even get started. Twenty four plus. Don't. Okay, no, I don't. So. I don't hear you. I can't hear you. La 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 la. The second group of people that use carbon dioxide are people engaged in hydroponics. Right. Now, that could be legit. Like up in Canada, you know, the That's growing right. season is a little short. Grow your orchids in for your the moment. House. And I want to talk about Canada. I was just up in Vancouver Island, and it was amazing. Just amazing. A lot of hippies up there, so I, I was right at home. Yeah. My Birkenstocks were accepted. You know, it, was, it was nice. <laughs> I, I was fit in. feeling the love. And then, of course, then so so, but of course, you, you maybe didn't smell bad enough to really fit in. <laughs> and and then third uh, are the people who keep fish tanks, uh, whether saltwater or freshwater. We both have a use for carbon dioxide because that's oh, how you feed the plants yes. to get that lush growth and no algae. In ah. freshwater, saltwater, you need it for living coral and that sort of thing because they need carbon. They need a carbon source. Very so, interesting. Oh, that's that's the word on that. So tell me about Canada. What was that all about? Oh, Canada. We we what did you uh, go up there for uh, wedding. Had a location wedding uh, up on Vancouver yeah. Island. Clearly, only the ceremonial part because uh, I can't solemnize weddings in Canada. But uh, is that because you speak out against gay marriage? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, right. no? Actually, the we- because the wedding was heterosexual. Oh, you know, that's was, why yeah. wasn't recognized by the government. <laughs> We had to get an exemption. <laughs> oh my! Well, it's kind of interesting. It had it in a, a little, a little, um, a little country Anglican church, hmm. and the, uh, the the local priest was there, uh, Ron. 
Ron the priest. Ron priest the priest. Ron. Father Ron. Nice guy. Yeah. Um, was his boyfriend there? No, no. Okay. Ron, Ron actually. Ron. Ron was a dead ringer for. Um, um, who's the comedian? Um, oh man, the name slips me now. Shoot, who's 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 the comedian? Uh, uh, dead Poets Society. Uh, Robin Williams. Dead ringer for Robin Williams. Wow. In fact, when the movie about. You know, Father Ron comes out. It, the part, his part, will be played by Robin Williams. <laughs> I, it was an uncanny resemblance to Robin Williams, but but uh, uh, nice guy. Uh, liberals all get go, but of but but uh, but nice. And so it was one of those great conversations in his uh, in his study. You know, here he is, and he, and he, get this now, you'll love this. He heard of the God Whispers. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah, right. He knew about it. <laughs> what the? What's, what's, how many listeners do we have? <laughs> you know, and we had this great conversation about gay marriage and, and women's ordination and liberalism, conservatism, blah, blah, blah. And, and it was one of those great moments where, where you could tell that there was like this, 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 this respect and you could tell it was like he was listening, and he stayed for the wedding too. He wanted to hear the homily and, and, uh-huh. and stuff. But 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 there was this respect for. It's like wow, somebody who still believes something fervently. You know, he was he was like kind of you could you could see him almost almost remembering the I, days. I thought you people were extinct. Yeah, well, it was like he, he had this look like he like somebody who's just discovered an extinct flower or animal, <laughs> and 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 he was getting he looked a little teary eyed there. Was, was, my goodness, somebody who still thinks that like the scriptures have authority, you know, and, and it wasn't in a quaint way. It was, it was almost nostalgic for him. I you think. Know, can you explain this to me? Because I really don't get it. Uh, guys that you see on TV all the time, like John Dominic Crossan and these Jesus seminar bozos. <laughs> yeah, and right. Why do they <laughs> stay? Pagels. Yeah, why do they stay in the church as churchmen? If they deny the resurrection, the virgin birth, oh, if they easy. deny Christ altogether, it's, it's except as a new Buddha, you know, why? Because uh, you oh, know, come because, on. You, you answer the question is yourself. It, is it just simply the paycheck? Yes. I, <laughs> come on, it's pension, it's health plan, it's paycheck. Well, and the more the trifecta, it's the trifecta of of the, the of more, all professional clergy. The more crazy stuff you write, dude. Why the do more your books sell? I why guess. do I any know. of us stay where we are? <laughs> it ain't the bucks Come for on. me, that's well, for sure. Still, I mean, you know, let, let's face it, as clergy, we're essentially unemployable outside of the church. Eh, Any true. skills that we had that were employable have atrophied long ago. We're like athletes out of training. I'm still pretty good shot, and I'm still Italian. I, so, you know. mafia hitman? Yeah, I can do that. I can <laughs> yeah, do that. Nice. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> You know, I've forgotten most chemistry. I, I was just in Vegas last week. Nice. And I was telling a girl that, you know, you got to be sure to dig the hole and then go get the guy before. You, you, that's the amateur mistake is that you make the guy dig the hole or you, you shoot someone and then go out to the desert and dig a hole. You're out there for an hour with a corpse. That's not good. You got to dig the hole and then go take care of business I'm and glad, then come back. I, you know, this illustrates the importance of priorities. <laughs> <laughs> and and to do lists, you know, write it down. That's well. Come on, if you can't keep it straight, see, that's where you go wrong again. Being having that German blood oh, in you, the, you leave, the list, you leave a track, yeah. don't you? No, so, you so they, no they, paper trail. They come, they search your place, and what they find, they find a list. Dig a hole, 
shoot the guy. You yeah. Know? And, and this looks Take bad. Take the guy to the hole. <laughs> Cover the hole. <laughs> See, that's the kind this of list that... This is how you get busted. This is why Germans did not do well in the mafia. Well, speaking of theology, uh, th- this, is, this is why, uh, uh, this is why uh, my pastor, who was, was my, my friend, still is, uh, advisor, confidant, the whole business, before I went to seminary, is, is he said, you never put your theology on paper before the age of 55. Ah, maybe that's where I went wrong. Well, I mean, he, he would really say the God Whispers was, was just way out of line and dangerous. And here's why. He says it takes about 10 years for the adjudication process to run its course. <laughs> you, think you get retired. Yeah, you retire with full pension. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of knotted all these themes together. Yeah. Here, see? So, so, you know, we, we're a little bit ahead of our time, and it is kind of risky. Uh, you know, yeah, the, but we're all over the board. We'd be hard to nail down on anything. Well, that's true, and we could deny any of it. That's right. There was a, we really didn't mean that when we oh, said Oh, I, I said that? <laughs> wow, that's bad. Okay, so we're not going to say that I, anymore. I must have been out I disagree uh, with myself. carrying on or something. I don't know. I'd... Vancouver Island. Yes. I, I'll tell you, Victoria is one gem of a city. And and tremendous restaurants just all along the waterfront and and stuff. It was great. I I I, I was celebrating the bottom feeder. Ooh, uh, we we had a bottom feeder Thursday. Now, do you like mussels? Well, you know, I, I I'm not a muscle guy. Here's the thing: is is I, I did Nautilus training for about a year and a half, and and nothing. I mean, I could get really strong, but I just can't develop muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm talking about. You know, in the clam slash. Oh, the shellfish thing. Yes. The bottom feeder. Bottom feeder. You know, uh, steamers. I like a bucket of steamers. In fact, that's what we had. I like the clams, but the mussels taste too much like the harbor, too. <laughs> yeah, they it's, do have a sort of diesel fuel. Yeah, you know, I, the, I just, man, I can't do that. <laughs> the, the, they're, they're a little more pungent. I, yeah. I agree with you. Clams, clams have a, uh, and they're all kind of chewy and, and stuff. Right. But, but clams have a, a freshness to them. Mussels, mm. But I, I prefer the mixed the mixed bucket of steamers myself, mm. with with a nice lager to wash it down. But check out this menu though, is and and this this we just landed, mm-hmm. get over to Victoria, and uh, you know hang out, get a feel for the place, and uh, find the nearest seafood restaurant that gets a few stars, and and we're off and running, lobster crab cakes. Ooh, oh yeah. Now it's not you know not your Maryland crab. Is it cake. is it crab cakes with lobster in it? Yeah. Or is it a lobster cake that, for some reason, no, they call no, it no? Crab it has it has crab and lobster oh, together, that's delicious, in it. and yes. so very nice um, with a mm. with a red pepper coolis, which is kind of like fancy name for a sauce, with a nice little nice little uh, design traced in in a balsamic reduction. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting hungry, yeah, and a mango good. salsa off what's, to the side, what's just for to lunch kind here? of. Uh, it's followed by some really nice uh, fresh oysters, which my wife does not like. So I get the full I'm not half. Such a fan. No. Oh, I just inhale those boys. Yeah, I like the smaller ones. You know, the blue points, the big ones. They, too they just beefy. remind me too much of flim balls going down. They are. They are. They're, they're slimy. Fishy flim. They are slimy. But yeah. you know, if you embrace the sliminess, the 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 they they taste of the ocean. And you know how much I love the ocean. Yeah. So I'm I'm just I'm a Chicago boy, but I I the ocean has embraced me. Yeah, well, all the sewage goes out into the ocean. So. <laughs> that's why I get those sores after diving. But, but that's, <laughs> and that's, they won't heal. I oh, don't know why. Man, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't. I actually had one once. Uh, but but and and then and then the main course. We we decide to get the seafood platter for one. 
All right. Because we had some negotiations with the waitress, very nice, very nice young lady. But but uh, but she decided that that for one with an appetizer. But but get this rundown now. Um, steamers, mussels and clams, uh, king crab legs, uh, fried oysters, big ones, big honking fried oysters, tempura shrimp, wild sockeye salmon with a kind of a, a garlic mayonnaise sauce on top of herbed rice and vegetables hmm. uh, with sides of drawn butter and lobster bisque. Sounds this delicious. Is, this has you know, if you would have thrown in a couple of a couple of strips of bacon, and by the way, it's side bacon in Canada. Not back bacon? Back bacon is, is what we call Canadian bacon. Right. But side bacon is what we call bacon. Ah. And they have both, which I think is kind of civilized. I'm gonna tip my hat to the Canadians who have not one but two kinds of bacon. Hmm. You know, now that's bacon. Yeah, Speaking, that's, that's, you know, you got to be a connoisseur to start coming up with various <laughs> kinds of bacon like that. Speaking of, our Canadian friend Rudy, um, I, I, I got a note from him, and he actually made in his own yard the bacon-wrapped pork bomb explosion. Now, th- and, he's, and he was alive to talk about it. <laughs> Apparently, he and his brother, uh, and he has pictures. He has a whole pictorial sequence. Did he have paramedics standing by? <laughs> Anything? <with> paddles. <laughs> oh, my. And it, it was beautiful. It really is a thing. Mm. Of, it's, it's, just, it's just a blackened thing of beauty when he's done with that. And, it, and, and he has the slices, and it came out just beautiful. I want to make one of those. Nice. So I think here's what I'm proposing. The God Whispers Barbecue Edition Swirla House. Mm. We're going to make the bacon-wrapped pork bomb explosion as the main course we might actually have to figure out how to put video on the website so people can at least see at thing. least get some decent photography right. but, but it'd be nice to put video up there just 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 for people to partake now you vicariously. mentioned you mentioned something about a um an Irish pub. <laughs> oh yeah. Something. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned the Irish pub. Uh, <laughs> nice. We found a really good Irish pub in Victoria, and because uh, I was just itching for, I, I wanted some Irish music and Irish whiskey uh, to kind of you know help this this seafood platter down. So, but we found it. It was packed on a Thursday night. And they were singing. Everybody knows the songs, and I'm just and I don't know Irish whiskey. I'm not a whiskey drinker. No, me either. So I went with uh, Jameson's. I had a Jameson's and a um, Bushnell's, which I understand is pretty decent. But we're not we're not into that uh, single malt land yet. But it was it was marvelous. It's I better called, drop that before they start cussing before the, or something. Before the, before the chorus. Those, those Irishmen, you can't trust them. Oh, they get man, out of control. You cannot beat communal singing. At an Irish pub. No. You know, I, I'm convinced that there are only three places left in this world where people sing communally. And that is in Irish pubs, at European soccer games, <laughs> and in church. You know, and this is my big thing of singing along with as opposed to singing together. Right. You know, and that's the problem with contemporary worship. It's singing along with the praise leader. Well, a lot of times it's just standing there staring at the rock star on the stage. Well, depending on what she's wearing, I, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. Or, or staring stupidly at the screen trying to figure out 
where they are. Yeah, how in, does this song go? In the three, I don't know this in the three word refrain. You I, know? I just wrote this last night for Jesus. But I find that Irish pub singing is amazing. I mean, they were even pounding on the tables at the right time. And and you know and they're all snockered too. So I mean, pe- people are just multiple sheets to the wind. But they know the they know the lyrics, and these are, they, and these are complicated lyrics too. You know. So, <laughs> but we had we just had a grand old time in Victoria. I, I really recommend if people, especially West Coasters uh, who want to get away, uh, Victoria Island is really 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 nice. And uh, I'm liking this music. Uh, do you have any whiskey in the house? That that's. <laughs> I, I do. I don't drink it. I use it for cooking more than anything. <laughs> I can pour it in this coffee. We'll make an Irish coffee. There here. you go. <laughs> so um, you're tra- you been doing any travel or anything? Yeah, yeah. I went to Vegas last week. A friend of mine has a timeshare. <laughs> Does this have to do with your your uh, your your uh, um, your mission start and raising money? Uh, uh, or- <laughs> no, but uh, I I did lose about fifty bucks uh, on the tables and the slots, which would. I got took to the taken to the cleaners once in college, and I learned there's a reason why they have the big building and I don't. And they build those on cash. I understand. Yes. they don't borrow in Vegas. And uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll go and I'll set aside my entertainment fund, which I would blow on dinner and a movie, and uh, I'll put that down on the tables and watch it go away in five minutes. It's <laughs> kind of the way that it works. Uh, but a friend of mine has a timeshare. He's got about six timeshares. And uh, he took Steve, your diving buddy, and me out there. Steve was there? Yeah. And uh, Wait a we, minute. I mean, he's supposed to be having his equipment serviced. It was probably being serviced while he was in That really Vegas. sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> I didn't want to so, go there. Something, something. I wasn't going to touch you that know, one. Every once in a while, there's a line you wish you hadn't said. <laughs> I, I'm really regretting. I'm really regretting that line because the line, in the context of going to Las Vegas, that line really, really, really does oh, not sound that's good. Wrong. But, that's wrong. <laughs> I meant his scuba equipment, which failed the last time we went out. Right, and I've, I've since gotten my expanded wetsuit back. I'm so excited. They added some side panels, and I've I, this fat carcass fits into that suit like it's just beautiful. But yeah, so our friend out there, he, he who has this timeshare, he got us a three bedroom <laughs> penthouse suite, equipment service. <laughs> <laughs> so we got this three bedroom penthouse suite, three bedroom, three bath. Yeah, a big hot tub in my bedroom. It's not this. getting any it better. Awesome. Here. Yeah. 39th floor. What happens in Vegas stays at Vegas. We went and shot some machine guns. That was awesome. At, at <laughs> Do the, you want to be uh, broadcasting this? No, it's, le- it's legal in Vegas. Well, did you bring them back? No. Oh, <laughs> can't bring them back. Oh, you're window shopping. No, not even that. We just went to a range where you can shoot them. Oh. And so uh, we got some 9mm uh, little machine guns. I'm expecting ATF to sort of break down the door no, at any no, point. No, no, no. I don't have one of those. <laughs> um, and uh, I started out with a Uzi, but it kept jamming, and I ended up with this cool little Beretta, which I guess <laughs> I, is very I, popular. I hear from the field that is a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know how the Israelis have done so well with those things. because I mine, think they modify. They're pretty clever. Yeah. They, well, they probably clean and oil them, unlike the... ah. Unlike the range here, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, and so, anyway, we had a great time. I've got some video of that, and uh, we went to uh, Frankie's Tiki Room, which was quite an interesting lounge with tiki gloriness about it. And uh, then we went to the spa for spa day. Oh, and I'm not going to say much about that because I'm a little scarred. 
but uh, <laughs> our our buddy. Wait, 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 wait! Uh, now, 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 now. Our, our buddy talked us into going with him, and he was so excited. And uh, we went and did a restorative <laughs> yoga class. <laughs> oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh, do tell. And it, <laughs> now, now you this know, was, this was actually silly to me because you do, it was, you do look restored. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was a private class with the three of us and the, the instructor. And it was male or female? Female. Uh-huh. And it was basically back stretches that I do on a regular basis, usually before I get out of bed, when I, you know, crack my back and go, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah I just okay, heard okay, something get crack out of, right, right there. Yeah, right. It's, I'm a mess. Man. Uh, and uh, it was just a little too metro for Steve, especially. Uh, oh, Steve, Steve was, gets my, my dive buddy? Yeah. Oh, he gets wound yeah, around metro. He was a little weirded out by yeah. the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I just kind of thought that it was humorous but uh. you're laughing and and he's getting he's getting twitchy i can i can see him he's getting his discomfort level is rising yeah so uh anyway vegas was cool and then this weekend paul and i are shooting off to beautiful san diego we're gonna stay at our sister's house and uh go to tiki oasis this is a uh a global tiki gathering of, Globular. of people who, who <laughs> love all things Hawaiian and or tiki. It's very retro, 1950s, 60s. Not metro, retro. Right. Are you bringing so your the, ukulele? The girls have the big hairdos and all that. No, there are people who play much better than me. So oh, I see you don't embarrass yourself. Yeah. But uh, you are bringing her your Hawaiian shirt. Absolutely. Oh, yes. that's like, in fact, that's like probably one of those restaurants where if you don't wear a, a coat and tie, they throw you out. Well, if you don't show up with a Hawaiian right. shirt, they'll put one on you. Yeah, anyway. this is this is like like two sizes too small just to embarrass you. This is like 5000 people descending on a place all wearing Hawaiian shirts and dressed straight out of the 50s and 60s. This is this is the burning man of Hawaiian yes, uh, yeah. lore. So uh, I'll, when, next time we record, I'll, I'll be back with a bunch of tiki trinkets and mugs and all sorts of stuff. That, I cannot wait. Yeah, this is my latest thing. This is, is the whole all things thing. Hawaiian. Right. I want to I dive Hawaii. I, I'm, I'm getting the urge. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, to, to just, because, you know, we can we can blast off to Hawaii from L.A. fairly easily. Well, it's still like, five or six hour flight still still. but unlike the rest of the country which has to get to la first right uh which you know yeah if i was going to hawaii from the east coast i'd stay in la for a couple of days just to kind of transition or not la necessarily (laughs) but california (laughs) yeah okay yeah maybe the bay area yeah i'd 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 go through san francisco i checked into airfares (laughs) check this out i checked into airfares on alaska airline they have some decent fares to hawaii (laughs) this makes no sense but this is this is what's crazy is you have to fly from southern california to seattle and then to hawaii of course Why does why does this why does this uh, puzzle you? This is Alaska Airlines. It's got McKinley on the tail. What just, do you want? You know? It's just bizarre to me. Now I'm figuring you could rack up some serious frequent flyer points that way, though. Yeah, you could. You, you, your odometer is clicking for yeah, that but trip. Your six hour flight to Hawaii just became like a ten hour. Flight I, I've got I, I got to figure out a way to do this on the cheap though. But I want to. I need some bottom time in Hawaii and. It occurs to me that that sounds bad too. I'm just, I'm just spouting. As long as you're with your wife, I'm not going to judge you. I'm just spouting double entendres left and right here today. That's a that's a technical term for time underwater. About the only time that it's reasonable to go price wise is the fall. Okay, you got to go in the fall. Well, my this fall's booked. I'm booked next year. 
next year. I'm gonna yeah. I'll, I'm gonna pay attention to that. I I need to you get get some good. Deals. I need some tropical water right now. If you get on orbits, you can find deals uh, starting about five hundred and seventy five bucks, including airfare and hotel. But you'll be staying in a flea bag. Flea now, <sighs> but. Uh, for about seven hundred bucks each, I got some timeshare connections. Going. Oh, there you might, go. I might kind of uh, see what I can <clears throat> you cash know what? in there. Talk to Ron Hodel. Stay with the in-laws. Hey, Uncle why not? I get yeah. along with them. Yeah, that's a great idea. There you go. But are we ever going to talk theology on this episode? Probably not. We've got about thirty seconds left. You know, it. I was talking to a guy that just yesterday, as a matter of fact, who who said he likes this show a lot because he said you can do other things while listening. <laughs> 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 he, he, he described it as it's kind of like having uh, two two of your your friends sitting in your living room, just kind of talking about stuff, and uh, and and you don't really have to pay close attention. If it gets interesting, you just kind of tune in. So nice to know that's that's where we're at. This is our uh, our new favorite guy for this week, Brett Dinnan. So check this out, and we'll be back. Welcome the sun, the clouds and rain, the wind that sweeps the sky clean and lets the sun shine again. This is the most magnificent life has ever been. Here is heaven and earth and the brilliant sky in between. Blessed is this life and I'm going to celebrate being alive. Blessed is this life and I'm going to celebrate Welcome back to the God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. I'm Bill Swirlo. You know, this song, I, I have a hard time with this song anymore. Uh, a friend of mine whose wife was pregnant was suffering greatly with hemorrhoids, and she started talking about this song. And she said, it's, it's the ring of fire. And now every time I hear this song, I can't help but thinking about a pregnant woman with hemorrhoids. struggling with hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> That's just I, great. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it is a great song, though. <laughs> Love Johnny Cash. <laughs> uh, hey, you may or may not be able to get through if I can figure out the uh, the credit card thing. Manly Doctors 13, 626-593-2713. I never did say that on the front half. Y- you were We didn't get to a lot of stuff on the front half. But, yeah. Uh, like, but... Like you, let, let's see if you've made any progress here. Oh, it's I'm not sorry. sounding good. The number you have dialed is not in service. <laughs> not so much. Not sounding good. All right. So much for that. Yeah, bring Johnny back up here. There we go. 
<laughs> Gotta love the brass. I fell for you like a child. <laughs> Got a yes. little mariachi sound there. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Except unlike was... mariachi, it's in tune. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, Johnny. Oh, we'll see you later. thank you for that. That was that was, was, that was great. Good, um, good stuff. Good stuff. On the web, godwhispers.org or .com. Right. Did we get to that on the no, first half? We didn't. I don't we, know. No, we didn't. We didn't get anywhere close wow, to it. Wow, now I feel better. Like, we've actually done something. And uh, and uh, <laughs> email. If you want to uh, email us, it's godwhispers at gmail.com. Although, I think the best place to sort of uh, reach us and uh, reach out and touch us, so to speak. No, don't touch us. We really don't. Well, my wife will not appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, is the comment stream on the on on godwhispers.org for the episode. We actually had a good comment from uh, uh the last episode. Uh this We had a comment? The well, it's not the last episode in the order that these are going to be heard, <clears throat> but it's it was from episode 104, I believe or 5. Let's see. <clears throat> episode 105. Oh, which means that I'm mistaken here too, but never mind. Um, where we're we're uh, discussing Joel Osteen's fatwa, yes, against bacon, and uh, and and his claim that uh, the turkey that turkey bacon is is acceptable. Yet another heresy. That, you know, there's always the heresy that puts you over the edge. That right, was it, right there. Right. Um, but but in that episode. Uh, Joel Osteen aside, we were talking about the sacraments ex opera operato and thesis 21 and a guy who goes by the name of Obsessive Mike. I now, wonder if this is our uh, out-of-breath caller or not. I don't, I, you know, I, I can't remember now, but uh, uh, anybody who goes by Obsessive Mike, I, I get a little, you know, nervous when I'm going through the comment stream for approve and... right. And spam and stuff, but but he he I, I want to read I want to read the exchange here uh, a little bit. Um, he says it sounds like you were saying our baptism isn't worth much. If it only reveals God's love, that won't do me much good. Sounds like saying you were saying that the cross reveals God's love in order to inspire us to lead a moral life. Uh, I don't recall saying that, but we don't dispute content here. Are you enjoying that Coke? Pretty much gone. Uh, I, I, I can tell. If baptism doesn't create repentance and faith in me on a daily basis, I'm toast. Now, I agree with that sentence. Um, what else is there to look to? My sincerity, something inside myself. Baptism and the supper do more than reveal. They save all by themselves without depending on me outside of me. So that, that's, that's what uh, Obsessive Mike uh, writes. How did he get that? <clears throat> well, I think, I think because um, the thesis deals with the necessity of faith. That ah. is that is the the sacraments do not save ex opera operato, but they save because they create and sustain faith. Um, I think you run into this problem though if you don't see them as basically, you know, you don't see baptism as something that seeks to work faith. Um, but it's not identical to faith. In other words, to be baptized is not the same as to be believing. Um, our our confessions say this through these as through instruments or means. The Holy Spirit works faith. Mm-hmm. See, and so baptism saves you, as First Peter says, because it works faith. It presents to faith the object of faith, and it itself creates faith. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know that makes sense. Then whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Uh, so you know th- that's kind of part of the problem. You have to see baptism, and the Lord's Supper, as God's work and word, not something we do. Well, and if we ever get to the point today of actually looking at 
law and gospel, we may talk a little bit about that also. Good luck. I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Um, the other thing is this idea that that um, he, he didn't like the fact that we said, and it was probably me who said it, that that uh, baptism, the Lord's Supper, etc., reveal our salvation. Uh, that he he would have preferred, he said, uh, that they declare instead of revealing. I like declaring better. He says, yeah. like Six, when one, God, half a dozen now. like when God speaks something into existence out of nothing. God reveals my true condition in the law, but that may not lead to faith. Revealing sounds too passive. Um, I, I I disagree with this. That God reveals your true condition under the law, and He also reveals your salvation under the gospel. And and when God reveals, it's an effective word. It's not just simply a piece of news or a report, but it 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 reveals the the ultimate truth of who you are in yourself and in Christ. Right. And let me add to this, and this will probably upset him again, but it isn't baptism that performs the salvation. It's the the cross of Christ that performed your salvation. The baptism bestows that, uh, which working, is already done. Working through baptism. Right. Ba- baptism is the instrument by which the salvation that Christ won for you on the cross is made yours. Right. So you, we can say that baptism reveals the cross of Christ, right? For you. Right. You know, I think the for you is key. Uh, you can know that Christ died from you just by reading John three sixteen and 17. But but there you just know it in the context of the world, which is fine. Yeah, I, I shouldn't put just uh, you know, as to diminish that. Um, however, baptism makes that personal. Baptism reveals this cross for you. In other words, when Jesus died, you died. Right, like like First Peter three says, it saves you through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So right, baptism saves you. But without the cross and the grave, baptism isn't really much of a baptism at all. Yeah, well, right? it highlights the ex opera operato error, and that is that, that to view baptism just in isolation. Right. That is, uh, yes, it is outside of yourself, but it is acting on you. It, it, in other words, we're not baptizing rocks or stones or wood or something, but, but it's human beings that are baptized, and God works through baptism to do something with them. Namely, save them. Yep. Um, I see. I like revelation because because revealing is what a mystery does. Mysteries um, reveal what is hidden, and baptism is a revelation of God's will to save you. Right. And and that revelation is in itself faith creating and faith sustaining. You know why why do you believe that God has saved you in Christ? You are baptized. See, so it, it's still it's still outward oriented. Um, so, you know, I, but I think it's a good exercise to kind of just sort of work through that and see the, the way sacraments become opus operata, opera operata, I believe. Opera. <laughs> opera, yeah, is, is when you when you I didn't make, even think she was a Christian anymore. No. Uh, when, but when you make them works you do and, and not, not, uh, not a, an effective word of God, that is God working on you and working through baptism to save you by the cross and resurrection of Christ. But, you know, by the same token, you can't remove the cross and resurrection of Christ from the sacraments. Otherwise, you just have religious acts. Very good. You know, so... Very good. But, but I, it's, 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 it's good. Well, and since we're talking about this, Chris writes, why do we have two-part 18s? 
And the answer is, you're listening to God Whispers. Stop asking questions like that. <laughs> that was corrected. <laughs> that, that, that's because for a moment we had two episode 105s, too. Uh, you know, it's called cut and paste. My favorite form of typing these days, cut and paste. We can have two part 18s if we want. It's... It's our prerogative. Yeah, I well, say. well, just like we had episode one hundred and one before we had one hundred. That's right, and and we like it that numbers way. numbers mean nothing to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, well, the question on the table today, uh, before we get to thesis twenty two, if we ever get to thesis twenty two, is what religion do you think Obama is? Oh, I don't know. The new polls out indicate that an increasing number of people think he's Muslim. <laughs> It's uh, it's oh, up to uh, it's up to almost twenty percent now. This is our theme song for President Obama's religious ambiguity. There's no fool in the Whatever faith you practice Whatever you believe Oh, heaven All roads lead to heaven <laughs> Nice <laughs> there's, there's popular religion right there I, I agree, all roads lead to the same place Except Hell. one <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> Except one. Just one religion they, leads to a different just place. They all go to hell. <laughs> There's something about that. Um, yeah, I guess people are kind of wound up because he put in his nod of approval for the whatever it is. I don't know whether it's a mosque or an Islamic center. Well, it's going to have a pool, I understand. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I'm thinking about joining. I wonder <laughs> I wonder what their monthly They got a weight are. room there. Yeah, oh yeah, they're going to have it all. Yeah, yeah. but but you know, babes and burkas, it's, it's like just 15, not it's not happening for me. It's like a 15 story complex or something ridiculous Oh, like no that. kidding. Yeah. yeah, but and and uh, you, you often hear sort of at ground zero, it is I believe near. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how close it is to ground zero. Yeah, I I don't either. It, I, you know, I, I, this is this is going to tick off some people, especially uh, people who are emotionally connected or patriotic. But I have I have kind of a hard time with sort of these these hallowed ground kind of yeah. things. You know, <laughs> I, I'm getting I'm getting a dose of universalism here. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, I've got a problem with with things sort of hallowed. Um, yeah, hallowed means sacred, and it means like as in hallowed be thy name, and and it means that it has the word and name of God attached to it. And uh, just because people die tragically does not hallow ground. No, I mean it. It is it is of great importance to the American people. Uh, you know, and 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 I'm as caught up as as any in the the outrage of 9/11. I I remember that day very very distinctly. Uh, but um, I'm not sure that that uh, that creating kind of a holy place there doesn't draw on more problems. You know that that it can that the problems continue. Right. Well, f- few people are more 
tied to that whole thing than I was. I, I lived out there. And, oh, that's uh, right. You were on the East Coast when and it happened. I spent two months going down to Ground Zero about uh, two to three times a week and helping out down there and everything. And I, I have very strong opinions about this. But as an American, I understand our First Amendment rights to religion, and I understand that they have a right to build this sort of thing well, yeah, under the I, Constitution, but it's really stupid for them to build this thing <laughs> right. under common sense. Exactly. Right? It's a, it's a two-pronged kind of thing. Yeah, you have the right, providing you pay all the bribes and fees and your buildings up to code, uh, et cetera. I mean, that's, that's the only thing that dictates building is zoning laws. Right. Right? Yep. And so if, if, this is, if, if, if it meets zoning laws, who's to say? It's not the government's job to decide whether something's in good taste. Um, or even even you know you know sensitive or whatever it is that's not that's not the government's job it's just building codes and zoning laws um, that's the one side of it first amendment just basically ensures that the federal government doesn't favor one religion right and also that it creates a climate where we are free to exercise our religion right and and also under free speech this is all covered and this is why you know the the fact that there is internet pornography guarantees the right for the god whisperers <laughs> to broadcast you might because, say <laughs> you know the theory is if we're allowed on they should be allowed on too because they're every, we're every bit as crass as they are i think well you know i, I or is that the other way around i, I have thought I, this that that <laughs> i i do not like islam as a religion no, obviously i think and, it's a terrible religion and and, and I, it, it's an offense to christianity and 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 it is it is Really, on the, in the left-hand kingdom, it's an enemy of Christianity and Judaism. It is. Just look around the world and sniff a little bit, and there's no mistaking. This ain't a religion of peace. Yeah, Bush um, used to always make me angry when he'd say that. Yeah, no. This great religion of peace. I'd be No, it's not. If get, you read the Quran, it's an angry book that tells you to kill your enemies. Well, get it, no, get it straight. Them. Convert it's, them. Subject them or kill them. It's a religion of peace through submission. That's yeah. that's 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 the thing that's left unsaid. Right, and they aren't the ones submitting. Well, no, They're, no, they have to get the world to submit. Right, and also it's it is a world. It's an it's a it's a government and a religion. It's a left hand and a right hand kingdom issue together. We need now that Adam Francisco's out here. We need to do. We a need God to talk about this Adam, again. Yeah. But, but you know, here's the problem that I see, and and this is going to tick everybody off. And 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 that's just the way it goes. Is is that in a in a society of religious pluralism that we have, you know, the founding fathers did not. I I, I can't imagine they envisioned a, a a a society that would have Buddhists, Hindus, Muslims, Zoroastrians, angry atheists, confused agnostics. Everybody kind of. You know, in in this whole mix, uh, they they were basically deists. Some of them were Christians. Um, I don't think they even had. I don't think were there any Jewish founding yeah, fathers. Uh, as far as founding fathers, I don't know. But Ben Franklin gave to every church and synagogue in his area. He's a good politician. He oh knew, man, he, he knew what he was knew, what. Yeah, but but he actually supported some synagogues as well as the Presbyterians, a, the Anglicans. He, he and, was kind of know. agnostic, though. I think really, Franklin. Yeah, yeah I know the agnostics, atheists. They always kind of quote Franklin and, and Thomas Paine. I think too. he was kind of an omnitheist. Well, well, he was. Well, he was a rationalist. He was a true <laughs> right. son of rationalism. But you know, that's the, that's kind of the mix. All right. So everything from sort of generic deism to some Christians to whatever, but. I don't think these guys envisioned a society 
that was was this bouillabaisse of religion. No. Nonetheless, they created, and I think rightly so, a, a, a political climate Yes, that basically ensures the freedom to practice your religion. Now, that's never absolute. You know, if your religion involves child sacrifice, this ain't going to fly. Right. Uh, but as long as it doesn't impinge on the freedom, liberty of, of another, have at it. You know, well, you and, can do that. And that is one of the questions. When your religion is actually preaching overthrow, you know, what do you do with that? Right. Well, I, I would say that, that as, long as, as long as the religion doesn't attempt overthrow... I'll put up with it, just like I put up with pornography on the internet. Right. But child pornography crosses the line. See, because you know, as long as as long as everybody's kind of agreed to the contract, I've got nothing to say about this. Yep. I mean, it's well, I've got plenty to say about it, but I'm not going to turn to the left hand kingdom to stamp it out. Right. And and that's one place where Christians but, have to. But learn. I am free to speak against it. Right. And that's something that Christians need to learn is. We don't necessarily need to outlaw sin. We need to speak out against sin. Now, uh, could you shut that down? That's really like that. No, he's I, really irritating me. <laughs> for the hopeless. Comfort for the hopeless. Oh, Believing in everything. Oh, I can't take it. Yes. That's like those stupid coexist bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Except those who don't want to. Right. <laughs> I am intolerant of intolerance. Actually, actually, it, the challenge is show me in the Quran where it forbids violence in the name of Allah. Let's not, let's not talk about how it is violent, you know, because it's, it's poetic. Poetry you can interpret and apply however you wish. But show me where it forbids violence like Versus that would be like, you know, love your enemies and do good to those who persecute you and pray for them and bless those who, you know, who, who persecute and wish you harm. Turn the other cheek to one who smites you. Show me some passages like that, and I'm convinced that you have a religion of peace on your hands that's been misinterpreted by some wild hair idiots. You know, th- this is one but of the things... But you can't find that. Right. This is one of the things that has always made me scratch my head is... Islam admits that Jesus was born of a virgin and that he he did all these tremendous things. But Muhammad, who thought for a while that he was demon-possessed and a lot of other stuff, is the greatest prophet of all. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to parse this. I don't even understand how that works. No, I'm not going to parse this. It's just nonsense. But but here's the thing, is is that... In a, in a religious in a in a society that's a religious plurality, you have I think only two choices. Okay, <laughs> give me what nine minutes? Nine minutes. All right, good. You have two choices. One is you can have an utterly secular society, you know, which which is probably like the Dutch. Okay. Okay. So so in other words, if I'm a stranger walking through the streets of America, I will see no visible evidence of religion anywhere. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. In fact, you forbid all your buildings uh, to display any religious slogan, symbol, or whatever, so that in the public eye, we are thoroughly secular. Well, how do you know where church is? Well, how do they know in the first century, you asked. Yeah, I guess. You know, or you just put up, I mean, you can put up your name. Okay. But I'm just, I'm trying to envision what a secular society looks like. In, in other words, it is, in the public square, it is utterly free from religion. Well, now, the atheists would love this because this is really what they want. It, you know, it, it, it's sort of default civic atheism. Right. 
that is in in the, in 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 public we are atheists in private we may be something else um I'm, i don't think that's what the founding fathers intended I, no. I think they intended alternative two and that is everybody gets to put up whatever they want mm-hmm. so you know it's all fair game star of david christmas tree cross uh moon moon and star uh you know, cr- you know the whole thing whatever you want in fact i think we should have like an altar for the atheists it's just empty uh <laughs> you know a big stone question mark for the agnostics they all get their they all get their <laughs> shot you know, and as long as you're not engaging in child sacrifice, and by the way, the Rastafarians are kind of cool. Uh, you know. <laughs> they sacrifice babies? No, but they smoke dope. Yeah, I know that. Sacramentally. So, you know, yeah. that, that's, that, which is illegal. Well, so, in a sense, see, yeah. you, they, they're, they're denied the free exercise of their religion. That's true. See, now you, know, you got to think about these things. Hey, and the American Indians, some of them peyote. had that whole peyote hallucinogenic thing mushrooms, the whole thing. So, yeah. but you know, it, sweat lodge religion. The, the, whole, the, the whole idea is that if we are a plurality of religions, just let them all sort of put their billboard up in the in the in the civic center, and who cares? Have at it. But I have a right to my opinion about any of those. Well, groups. I agree and I disagree at the same time. I agree that every religion, every thought, every whatever should have the right to put up their billboards and signs and and symbols or whatever. But I don't think that it belongs necessarily at the city square that's public property. I think it should be done on private property. So so you would advocate uh, one, a totally secularized city square. It's scrubbed completely of all religious symbolism. The reality is you're going to run out of space. I mean, what, the government's going to buy more property just so everybody can put up their oh, symbol? I'm not, I'm not saying that the government pays for any of this. You know me better than that. The government should, shouldn't be paying for 95% of what it's doling out right. money for. No, no, the government doesn't do any of this. It just basically lets it be. Oh, so it's laissez-faire a, a toward all this. A free speech zone, yeah, is what you're saying. That's right. The city okay. square is a. It's what it's what Newhouse called the naked public square. Right, but I would say when you're there, you put it up, and when you leave, you take it with you. Otherwise, you're littering. Whatever. I mean, you know, I don't see I don't see a problem with with putting up uh, various symbols that represent the religion of the citizenry, whatever it is. And it's not a majority thing either. If there are two Zoroastrians in the community, they can put up their little whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know what Zoroastrians would Ferris have. Ferris wheel, I think it is. <laughs> Ferris wheel. Something yeah. like that. But so I, I think those Mary are the only... Round. Well, the Calvinists would have merry-go-round. Those are the only two possibilities. Either, <laughs> either a city square, a public square that is utterly scrubbed of religion. I think that's what the Supreme Court wants when it rules God out of every decision. See, they they envision basically the atheist version of the city square. Don't mention God, but see that favors the atheist, right? Um, or which is a religion? That's their religion. Well, see, they would say no, and and you know I've been accused of of, of pulling a fast one by calling atheism a religion, but but yeah, that's I'm just tweaking the definition of religion here. It's, obviously, it's their it's their epistemological belief. How's that? So to tie this up, which is a redundancy, I think my opinion. Obama blew it by not saying enough. What, what he should have said was, yeah, we, you know, we basically recognize the, the right to you know, build your building if it's legal. It, right. and, and it's not the government's job to decide whether it's appropriate, just legal. Um, however, uh, it is colossally stupid and insensitive to the point of ludicrous to put up an Islamic center on the periphery of ground zero of 9-11. Now, for me, I say go ahead. 
because it makes Islam look really either stupid or arrogant, one of the two. Or both. And yeah, and, and if you want anything that makes Islam look bad, go for it, I say. You know, <laughs> just, just go for it. You couldn't, you couldn't come up with worse PR for religion than to pull that. No, no, you, you couldn't. And, and it's just mind-numbing how stupid this really is. You know, uh, a lot of pundits have been talking about how, okay, fine, you know, uh, the government might guarantee their right to buy this property and put this up, but... New York is run by unions. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And these unions tend to be very Roman Catholic. A bunch of Irish and, and Polish right, Catholic. Yeah, right. This is going up. And and these are people that I will tell you from firsthand experience are pissed off. <laughs> yeah, right. They are not happy no. about what happened at, during, you know, on 9-11 at the World Trade Center and how these idiots bombed us well, with our and, own plane. You know, and, you, can, you can always say, okay, these are marginal fringe types, but there's also than the the kind of the smirking silent acceptance of what they did you know and, and that's the problem right is is you know even today and, and we're, we're approaching almost 10 years uh we're still looking for the kind of like this is absolutely contrary to you know the tenets of islam and the quran Nobody can say it. Nobody can say that no, with that you kind can. of conviction. Even right after 9-11, I was involved with a discussion, a public discussion with an imam. And I said, will you condemn Osama bin Laden and these guys as heretics? And he said, I can't do that. He said, that's not my place to do that. Oh, I, right. He said, well, what about Hitler, who did all sorts of stuff in Lutheranism, in the name of Lutheranism? I said, A, you got some bad uh, history going on there. And B... I will say definitely Adolf Hitler, unless he repented just before he shot himself in the head, is burning in hell right now <laughs> and never was a Christian. And he's like, oh, well, uh, 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 what about all the clergy that supported him? I said they were idiots. <laughs> well, yeah. And they're and probably Herod, burning in and, hell, too. And, and they, their, their actions and teachings were contrary to the teachings of Christ. And right. Therefore, not Christian. Right. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. And they, how can you say that? But, but I, I, think, I think the whole project, uh, first of all, Politically, I think it's just a big distraction. But but I, I think the whole the whole thing uh, makes Islam look really really bad. Yeah, and so it does. you know this is this would be as dumb as a Japanese cultural center at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, but you know the Japanese are people of honor, right? And, well, they and, understand shame. You know, yeah. well, but they also understand grief. You know, and I don't I don't believe we put up an embassy at Ground Zero of Hiroshima, did we? You know. You know, this is akin to the Mormons when they went through And no, I'm not equating Hiroshima and and 9-11. I'm just saying that that in a culture of honor, you you don't dance on the graves of your enemies. No. And I was saying that this is kind of like the Mormons going through Missouri— and it was declared that this is their their country. God has granted it to them. And they just started walking off with people, people's cows and all sorts of stuff. It became legal to shoot a Mormon on sight in Missouri. But it was this arrogant, it's my right because God has declared that this is my my thing now. And now America is ours because Allah has granted it to us. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I think that's, not. That's not flying. So no. is Obama, what is Obama? We don't know, do we? Obama... He's our president. That's what he is. We'll see you next time. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that. 
He's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend. 